Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Live from Nakamegado, Japan, this is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two frauds open a pack of 95-96 upper deck trading cards and draft a fantasy basketball team. My name is Peter, and with me, as always, is the Essex assassin, the British bully, the English enigma, the commish of the Tokyo Senshi, the Sarunus skipper, the raging Cajun, the Barkley beggar, the wandering minstrel, fathead number two, and a real pain in the neck, Mr. Ian Rudd. Hi, Peter. Hey, buddy. That's a low blow, that last one. Now, listen, I want everyone to know something, and I'm being sincere. Ian is doing the show under severe medical duress. It's painful. It really hurts. <laughs> He's injured his neck, and we were going to actually skip the show recording this week to get him to a hospital, but he's, he's toughing it out. It yeah. reminds me of Willis Reed. Yeah, coming back into the, the final. I went to the doctor. You did? I, not yet, but for the, for the purpose of this joke, I went to the doctor. You said, are you doing a lot of carrying recently? I said, well, funny you mentioned that. How dare you? You carrying this podcast? Is that what you're going to say? Well, certainly the editing roles. uh... Well, look, I can only bring so much. Now, can I go back to my joke that you ruined? Please do. Okay. Like the great Willis Reed or the MJ flu game or when Paul Pierce shit his pants. You're fighting through it. Welcome back. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, my neck feels better already. Okay, good. Well, it has been a week. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm so pumped to be here. Yep. I got some bad news for you. It's week nine. Oh, yeah. We're in the final stretch here. I don't well, seriously. <laughs> well, the, the AI of the house is clearly confused that the show's almost over. She can't believe it. She's saying she can't understand how in the last three weeks you've got Sean Kemp, <laughs> Charles Barkley, and Shaquille O'Neal talk yeah. about turning around your fortunes. All right. In the same time, I, well, we'll get to that in a second, but I, Siri, shut up, please. Yes, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a shock to all. Okay. Um, I'm super pumped that, about this week. Can we just clarify, that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't planned. Siri, for the first time in nine weeks, has just piped up because of something you said. Okay, it anyway. Was, it was terrifying. It threw me off my game here. It's not Siri, sorry. It's um, Google, but... Well, they're all the same. So uh, let's get into the show, shall we? Yep. So what what is the show? What are we even doing here? We, um, it's a good question. I think you summarized it quite nicely at the beginning, but I'll elaborate. We bought a 25-year-old box of trading cards, 95-96. We, each week, we open a pack each. We look through them. We talk about each of the players, and then we get to pick one player at the end of the show to put on our final team. By the end of 12 weeks, we're going to both have a roster of 12, and we're going to play against each other on a computer-simulated, maybe SNES. We've looked into the SNES one. It's a bit rubbish. Maybe PlayStation. We're maybe still figuring PlayStation. Out. PlayStation 1, though. We're still yeah, getting... It's still error accurate. So, week nine so the team's already pretty much taken shape yeah, already i think we're over like two-thirds done now and so we've so got most positions filled we do and it's getting it's coming down to crunch time now so what we do is uh any we've got a couple of little stipulations though anytime the same player comes up in both packs that player is off the balls neither of us can choose them right fortunately and- it's not really we've not really had that be a problem as of yet no but as players become more premium in the second series pack it's possible that and it's in this one show so if i open for example carl malone and my first pick and then ian gets him two or three picks later in the same show neither of us get malone he's out 
And of course, uh, when we're picking the players, we need to fill all the positions available. So that's a point guard, a shooting guard, a small forward, a power forward, a center, a wild card, which can be anything. Two lots of that. We have the bench as well. So we've got 12 total cards. And there's one more thing is that once a player has been drafted, he can no longer be picked up again. Good point. So there's several players who we're about to announce. If those come up in any pack, doesn't matter. They already have been taken for either the blockers, my team, or the jammers, Ian's team. Now, the one bad thing is the loser of this grand finale, you have an old Scottie Pippen jersey that you got in middle school? I think we were talking, I don't know what middle school is. Uh, Infants? Juniors? <laughs> when you're like, uh, before high school. Okay. Uh, Did you say infants? When I was at school anyway. We had primary school, which is infants and juniors. <laughs> and then I think you leave juniors at about 11 and you go to secondary school. Okay. And then uh, we don't need to get into the British okay, schooling system. But anyway, uh, I was... You got I, it when you were a young lad. I was 11 years old. I think we would, it came up in episode one, maybe. We were talking about it. My first ever jersey. It was a Scottish... Pippin jersey I bought when we went to Orlando. I didn't know much about basketball then. I was trying to be cool. I didn't want the Jordan one that everyone had, so I got the Scotty Pippin one. <laughs> well done. And it's still at my parents' house. Um, and it, I said before, it was small at the time, Ooh. so it's going to be really small now. But so the- whoever loses has yeah. to parade around town in several photo ops wearing said jersey all around Japan. Well, Tokyo. (laughs) I'm not not taking a big trip. Well, originally we said Shibuya Crossing, the big epicenter of people. Although on these, no one might be there at the moment with these. Might be a perfect time. Yeah. So, but we'll we'll have lots of photographic evidence of the loser in tight Scottie Pippen clothing. Now let's get into the teams. But first, I want to remind everybody: if you've missed a draft, or you want to remember who was drafted in episode three or seven, or just want to see some really cool stuff that Ian's been working on, check out our Instagram page. Our Instagram name is Magic on the Blacktop, and check out the website that you've also made, MagicOnTheBlacktop.com. Has a list of the whole team, and you can listen to the show directly from the website. Well done. Thank you very much. I'm looking at it right now. Uh oh! Oh, I like because that picture. I can't remember who's on my team, let alone your team, right now. But looking at it, you look pretty strong. I am. I'm doing so great. Let's review your team quickly. You have got a point guard, Jason Kidd. I do. Got to be happy with that. Shooting guard, Clyde the Glide. Yes. Dan Marley has made it onto the small forward position. That's right. Over Detlef Schrempf. Controversial. He's sixth man of the year. Okay. De- I think they both were. Maybe. Nah, uh, Thunder Dan was a starter. I think. Oh, okay. Um. Charles Barkley at power forward. A little bit jealous of that. Sean Kemp on the bench. That is a <laughs> absolute wealth at power forward you have. there. Uh, center, Shaq, you got last week. I did. Would he have been your... Would you have chose him above Ewing? Would that have been a tough mm, one for you? No, I, I mean, like, if, I, if I'm if i going by players, I genuinely enjoyed the Admiral Ewing and Shaq are really... And Neil Lajuan. Lajuan as well, yeah. Really, I'd be happy with either. But if they were in the same pack... If you had to pick one of those four, who would it be? I think at that point you go between Shaq and Olajuwon, and then I go with Shaq. I think there's never been a player like him, physically dominant, with the skills a big man should have. Easy call. And then I have one wild card that we can never forget. Unfortunately, I've got to agree with your assessment there. You do? Yeah. Yeah, That's rare. Um, And you've got Vin Baker. Vin the Baker Baker. Vin the Baker Baker. Man, that feels like ages ago. That that was your... Was he your first bit? No, Detlef was the first one, wasn't Detlef he? Detlef was the first. And so that was the Kansas City blockers. Are you uh, just going to build a whole bench of Sonics? Get a Gary Payton. That'll be a nice addition to it. <laughs> you're right. I, you're right. Okay, I'm now we about it. now we look down at my team. Well, I, so, no, no, no. I'll introduce your team, my friend. You went over the blockers. Okay. Ian's Essex Jammers. 
Point guards, he's got Joe Dumars and Tim Hardaway, senior. Good. Yeah. Defensive minded. I'm, I'm still not entirely sure who I'm going to start when we do the simulation. That's up in the air for me at the moment. This one's not. Shooting guard, he's got the great one, Michael Jordan. And backing up Jordan is Reggie Miller. That's definitely my, uh, my strongest position, for sure. Going to your weakest position is... Forwards. Sh- yes, forwards, in which you have Dennis Scott, 3D. <laughs> yeah. Fan of the pod. Yeah. And you have uh, your recent addition, C-Web, Chris well, Webber. He, I, I presume he's a fan of the pod. I, it could well be his PR manager. Uh, <laughs> it hey, will take a week and get. Exactly, okay. And Chris Webber is your power forward. And yeah, I'm very happy with that. You've got some depth at center. You have Robert Parrish, who <laughs> is a surprise addition to these packs at all. This <laughs> twilight of his career. Yeah, yeah, we'll and backing him up is uh, the great debate of how to say his name, Vlade Divac. Yeah, Vlade Divac. Now, you do have one wild card currently. Do you have one wild card? Or you've... No, no. You're that's done. It, that's okay, it. so you've, you've managed to slot them in correctly with no wild cards used up. That is correct. So in my favor, because that that's one thing we need to keep in mind, that as it comes down to these last three weeks, you're in a bit of trouble if you definitely need a certain position. So I think we've done we've both done quite well of well, being we have able... four weeks. 9, 10, 11, 12. That's a good point. Yeah. But still, so you've... One of your... You've got currently three forwards, is that right? Well, it's kind of interesting you mention it. Uh, Sorry, power forwards, I was about to say. Yes, I do. Power forwards, for sure. Dan Marley can go back to the guard position, and I can slide in Vin the Baker Baker into that strong forward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but the, the thing is, though, so I guess... You definitely need a point guard. I need a backup point guard. You definitely need... Uh, a center. That's it. Do you have a center? You don't have a center at all at the moment. I have oh, Shaq. Sorry, of course you do. From last time. He is a great center. I, I immediately tried to block that from my memory. And uh, Okay. Uh, so I think I'm kind of fortunate. I, I've set up my team where I have some great flexibility where I could go with a guard, a center, or a, you know, a wild card if yeah. I see a forward that I really want to get. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I think, uh, I'll be honest with you, I... I'm not ashamed to say it. I think you've got the better team at the moment. At the moment, there's still a quarter of the, or a third of the season left. But I've got MJ. Ooh. And you can never count out Michael Jordan. Ah. You're well, right. Okay. Maybe when no, you're going you're... up against Charles Barkley and Sean Kemp no, off no, the bench, maybe you can. Maybe never... But no, but who knows? I'm, I'm really... Uh... Okay, wait. If you look at my team, yeah. it's a collection of guys Jordan vanquished. That's all it is. Well, you could say that about anyone in the league That's at that what point. I'm saying. It's like, but then again, I don't but know. It's like Barkley, Clyde... Kemp. Yeah. All just dispatched <laughs> by Michael Jordan. Well, that's what he did. He, all right, so what are you looking for, just to make sure? I would like... I, I'm sorry, I, I appreciate the love, Dennis Scott. I really appreciate it. You were, the, you were there for us on week four, three? He was one of the earliest adopters. He commented on an Instagram post. Or well, someone using his account commented on an Instagram post. Three, I remember it like it was yesterday, three little fire emojis. That's the I'm one. I'm so happy with that. It's not enough to get him a starting position on the Well, it is right now. Well, it is right now because he's got no choice. I'd put him on the bench if I could, but it'd be a big empty spot in small forward. So I would really like a small forward. Okay. I'm going to go. I would like to have, I still want some more depth at center. You know, we got to get the blockers, the block and blockers. And I I also would like to, I'm getting kind of worried about the guard position. I have two blank spots, a shooting guard and a point guard. I'd like to fill those possibly this week. So basically I'm looking for everything. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. So last week, if you remember, we had a bit of a dilemma. We did. We realized that Upper Deck did something extremely cheeky and they released the 95-96 season of cards over two series. We didn't realize that for the first 
seven, six weeks, seven weeks, a long time. It was, it was an embarrassingly anyway, long time. We realized that a lot of the same players were coming up and that was the reason why. Now, we, as of last week, we've got series two. So we're going to be able to pick from all, across the... Um, so it's about 280 players overall, and we're going to be able to choose from all of them. 165 we could have chosen from in the first seven weeks, and then from the final five weeks from 115. So that works out about right. Now, what we didn't realize is on these season two packs, there are as many insert cards, which we can't choose from. We can only pick players from the base decks. The right. insert cards are fun to talk about, but we can't choose them for our team. Now, the insert cards in series two make up half the pack it was half the damn pack because i remember when we were halfway through you said oh peter i've got some bad news for you you this is your last card you're done we're only 20 minutes into the show and you've got none left yeah yeah no well that was an oversight another one well, <laughs> chalk it's it up really our fault we didn't want to open these packs off air that's right so then we we decided well, what, what do we do we put it out there and we've had some responses do we draft inserts do we do we do we open two packs yeah I'd say uh, the overwhelming response, and we got a lot of great input from our listeners. They suggested we should open two packs. Yeah, and last week when we were talking about it, I said I would I would prefer to open one pack because I thought it made it made a bit more. The danger element was real. You might we might have blank spaces on our roster. You might not get a center. But then I thought more about it, and I thought you know what? Actually, if we're only opening one pack, there's only five players to choose from. If we happen to get a duplicate duplicate duplicates have come up in the same packs as well oh by god the don't remind so, me of so week we, six if we got a duplicate or if we got a player that we both had in the same pack suddenly you might be down to four choices or three choices and to be honest that's no fun for anyone or someone we've already drafted like it, if Shaq came up again that's, exactly yeah exactly so you might you might not be able to pick a card <laughs> no and uh i think uh the most important thing is, is I personally just feel sorry for you. You need some help, man. And okay. look, the, the blockers are, we're generous, if anything. All right, I've been too nice. It's fighting time. We're, the jammers are coming back with Avengers. You mark my words these well. next four weeks. So thank you everyone who uh, gave us feedback on that. But what we've decided is we will be opening two packs each. That's 10 player cards we'll talk about each week. The inserts, we're still not overly sure what we're going to do about them. That might become clearer as the show goes on. We'll we'll discuss them at some point, maybe in a separate extra show, maybe very briefly at the end of this one. We'll, we don't really know what we're doing, but we'll figure it out. The, the, the main thing that's been decided, though, is that we'll be picking from 10... That's a lot. ...hopefully unique players. I'm just worried that we have to talk about 20 players. I'm going to be <laughs> exposed. All right, can I can I... Can I get my shout? Let's do it. To the packs! But just one. Just one at first. We'll go five, and then we'll open the next one. That's all what, right. Okay. All right. Uh, Saishou good. Junkin. Pui. Got him. Okay. I want this little silver guy, right? Uh-oh. That one. That one there? Nope. There it is. It's stuck. There. Taking that one. This is the one right here. I feel very so good. you keep that, right? No, this is... I'm going to give it to you in about a minute. Because I... No, before I think we did it a bit. I know I get confused every week, but <laughs> no, didn't I tell you what? Oh fuck, I don't know. What he has no idea what we've done for <laughs> eight weeks. How is this possible when I'm the one who's drinking? No, I thought I'm drinking too. Now look, here's what we do. I trade with you every week so that I open your pack. But oh yeah, okay, I'm getting confused. And now this is Ian's pack in my hand. Shut up, shut up. I got it. Okay, I'm back now, with I, I won the thing, so uh, I want the last card of mine red. So I'm gonna give you your card first. Okay. Are you, are you cool with that? Yeah. The cool thing about these packs as well is that the inserts are all together at the back. Yes. So So we don't have to figure out who's an insert and who's not. Wait. <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. Okay. Yeah, I had it. Okay. Uh, you know what? You're first. 
this is kind of cool. It's a guard, so we're, we're already in bad shape. Now, I think we can add this player to our list of coaches who used to play. Hey, well, is it one we've had before? No, well, we've only... I don't think so. We've had we, several. We've had Avery Johnson. We've had Nate McMillan. Who keeps calling us. He wants a segment on the show so bad. <laughs> we talk about him that often. We've had Doc Rivers. Oh, that was last week. That was last week. Um, I Is he coaching now? Gosh, that's a really great question. And lucky for you, I'm a deep reservoir of knowledge. And I can tell you, as Wikipedia loads, <laughs> that he is... Uh, no, but he did coach uh, the Orlando Magic, the Phoenix Suns, the Chicago... Darryl Armstrong. No, oh. The Chicago Bulls. <laughs> no, he didn't coach And anyone. the Milwaukee he Bucks. A he was a player for the Magic. I got confused. Well, um, this guy was also a player for the Magic, but you're right. You're really... Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Scott Skiles. There you go, buddy. Yeah, he played for the Magic for quite some time before he, did. he went to the Bullets. He did. Yeah, I remember him there as well. I like Scott Skiles. What's he doing now? What did Wikipedia say? Does it mention... He's dead. No, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> that he's has not... happened to several players. I know. I shouldn't make that joke. Yeah, he most recently served. It looks like he's out of the league. Did you know he holds an impressive NBA record? Most assists in one in game. game. In a game. In a game. How many did he have? It's something ridiculous. I know that. Um, it's something insane. Like it is. Like 21 or 24 or it's something ridiculous. 30. That's insane. He dropped 30. 30. That's insane. Now, you played point guard for the Mississippi Hoo-Handers <laughs> back in your day. Did you ever drop 30 assists in a season? I don't think I dropped 30 in a season. Yeah, well, thank you for taking that joke away, but I thought I had one. Um, uh, that's insane. I don't think anyone's even got close to that. No, I, I think like 17 or 18 is like a season high these days. Um, I'm I'm good for guards, aren't I? Well, I'll tell you this. He was the most improved player in 1991. He was a consensus All-American and a Big Ten Player of the Year. And his number is retired by the Michigan State Spartans and Tom Izzo. Oh, he was a Michigan State Spartan. I didn't know that. I didn't either, actually. He, uh, he averaged 11 points a game, three boards, and seven assists. Including... What does it say about him on the card? Skiles placed 11th in the NBA in assists, 7.3 assists per game, and 6th in free throw percentage in 94-95. Wow. He only played five games. He had zero <laughs> assists in the other ones. He just had that one. <laughs> he had a great 30 assist a game, but hey, not a, not a bad card to get off the... Not a bad card. Yeah. Don't need guards, unfortunately. No, you're guard heavy. You could have had him. I could have used a guard. Let me hear what guard I got. You got Lindsey Hunter. Now, wait a minute. Did he play on the Pistons? He did. Are you kidding me? Wow, you I got that, that right. You knew that one. Wow, I like Lindsey yeah. Hunter. He was cool. He's he's got a very cheeky grin. He's trying. He's got a grin, like he's getting away with something he knows he shouldn't be getting away oh, with. Let me take a look. What would you summarize? What 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 action has Lindsey just done then to warrant such a face? He's like a... when I make that face, it's possible I just shit myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or I'm uh, making the face now. I'm trying to imagine. Yeah. I stepped out of bounds, but they didn't call it. Right. Or I elbowed a guy in the face, and they didn't call. He's it gone away with something, out. hasn't he? Look at that! Look at that expression. But um, yeah, Lindsey Hunter. This is his, I guess, third season in the league. Hunter, heir apparent to the Pistons' point slot. So I guess this was when when Isaiah Thomas retired. Joe Dumas moved across from shooting guard to point guard, and uh, I guess Lindsey Hunter took the reins from then on afterwards. Hunter, heir apparent to the Pistons' point slot. That was so instrumental during the NBA championship reign of Isaiah Thomas, experienced an injury plague 94-95. So, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, he only played in yeah 42 games that season, the season prior to these cards. Uh, average 7.5 points a game. I think that when I was in high school, he won a couple of championships on the Lakers. 
Um, I I don't know. I, I know this player for some reason. Like I, I he's more relevant. Like I can't believe I knew he was on the Pistons. I'm very. Usually we pause the pod for 18 minutes as I guess every team but the one they're on. Okay, no, no, no. He was on. He was in the Lakers for the 02 season, and then he went back to Detroit on their championship run in 04. Did they win? No. Oh, he left Detroit and then went back to Detroit? He did. It's one of those guys. He played until 2010. 17-year career. Wow. That's impressive. He is currently head coach of the Mississippi Valley State University. He's been an assistant with the Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors, and Buffalo. <laughs> Just Buffalo? Buffalo? He was an assistant to the city? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Or, or an actual Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Or an actual... <laughs> <laughs> he just he like he... helped him get like food and stuff. Yeah, he was an assistant to the Buffalo. There you go. Well, Lindsay Hunter. Uh, can you tell me, he was a guard, right? His point guard. A yeah. two-time NBA champion. I said that. Thank you. <laughs> I, I think we've been over this before. I may appear like I'm nodding. I don't listen to a word you say and never That's have done obvious. any point of it. I think if anybody's ever listened, I, you just repeat what I say. So right now, that's my guy. Right now, I'm choosing Lindsay Hunter. Okay. Well, you don't have much else that's to choose That's the only from, choice so, I've got. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to need some help with this next guy. He was oh a member God. of the Trailblazers that for means... quite some time. He's a forward, which means you can slot him into your team. Clifford Robinson. <laughs> okay. I am not familiar with Mark Bryant. And hoping you are. Uh, well, I've heard of him. Okay, that's more than me. But Bryant, probably because his surname is Bryant. And it's not Kobe. It's or, not yeah. Kobe. Okay. Uh, Bryant, a seven-year Trailblazers veteran, snagged three rebounds per contest in his 1994 season. His 500 field goal percentage was second on Portland in 94-95. You know, he's cleaning up Drexler's misses, maybe, or doing some business. Yeah. Play at Seton Hall. Great, cool school. Yeah. I guess. So we're not interested in Mark no. Bryant. Let's stop talking about Mark All Bryant. All right, Mark, you're out, buddy. We don't got time. A player, I think he came up... Um, oh, no, maybe not. I remember... Did Terry Mills come up? Nope. Terry he, Mills. Terry another Mills. piston for you. He doesn't have any text on the card. They haven't wrote anything about him. But don't let that put you off. Maybe they... Um, maybe he's just so well known. They don't need to put anything about him. Fair They've enough. They've got some stats. Average... Hey, not bad. After his fifth NBA season, uh, he averaged 12.9 points per game over those five seasons. Pretty good. It's, yeah, man. It's better than me. It's better than you. Yeah. Uh, he went to the University of Michigan. Cool. Wolverines. Next. All right. Cool. Do you want to know anything else about Terry I Mills? you've told me enough about Terry Mills. Lindsay Hunter. I know Terry Mills, but I don't know why. Can we just check he's not dead? Well, I made a Seinfeld joke earlier. That's the he's dead line I mentioned. If you don't like Seinfeld, you don't like me. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. Terry Mills. Yep. He's an Australian politician who is the founder and leader of the Territorial Alliance. That does not sound right. He served as chief minister of the Northern Territory from 2012 to 2013. I reckon this too. I think there might be another Terry Mills. The Here lesser we go. Name. Okay. Terry Richard Mills. Okay. Is a retired American professional basketball player who played as a power forward. He was a member of the Michigan Wolverines, as we've stated, in the 1989 Collegiate Athletic Association Men's Division One Basketball Championship winning team. Cool. See, Webb never did that. No, he screwed it up for everybody. Yeah. Um, oh, God, look at Terry Mills. Oh, he's a big that. dog. He's one of those guys, and no, 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 nothing wrong with this, but you've had a career. You've made a lot of money. As soon as that, as soon as that last contract's up, you're like... 
I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, and he, he's hardly the first. It shack packs every day now. Well, you know, it's interesting. It's like a guy who, com- not him, but like any guy in the NBA or any professional athlete, they commit themselves to this life of exercise, diet, fitness. When you're finally done doing all that crap for 20 years, yeah, live a little. Yeah. Or a lot, as Terry Mills chose to. Um, He is a radio color analyst for the University of Michigan basketball on the Michigan Sports Marketing Network, and he likes amateur drag racing. We should try and get him on. Yeah, man, that guy sounds awesome. (laughs) He sounds awesome. Terry Mills. All right, well, your next guy always says, Foul! Oh, it's a foul! My voice is raspy! We had him last week. It's not Bill Walton, it's Doc Rivers. Oh, he does call foul a lot, doesn't he? He I, always calls fouls. That's all he does. Well, yeah, we talked about him last week. Great. He was good. He was a, a gritty defender. Like him and Jordan had some great battles when he was uh, um Atlanta. Yeah, I remember his little blurb about at the bottom. It was like, he led the greatest Spurs reserve rotation in the NBA. <laughs> I like Dot Rivers as a coach anyway. I do too. I think he's a very good coach. It was, um, you know, he got a lot of flack when his son joined the team. And which then, was so stupid which to is me. stupid because uh, yeah. if you're a good enough NBA player people forget Austin Rivers I know we don't really talk about modern day stuff too much and this is seven eight years ago now anyway but Austin Rivers people forget how good he was in high school he didn't re- I mean he's still in the NBA now that says something and I don't think it is just because his dad's Doc Rivers clearly you have to be good and he was a good he was a decent player on that team I mean he's not there anymore he's, he's moved around a bit Dallas now. now I think but it doesn't matter but yeah but he was very very good player but I'll tell you why I'll always like Doc Rivers okay did you ever see um Dirk Nowitzki's final game against uh, the Clippers. Uh, did, were they called a timeout and they brought him out there or something? Or? So it was the final game, and I think, um, I guess the, the Mavericks, I'll, I'll have to double check, but I guess the Mavericks didn't have any timeouts left or whatever or something like right, that. Right, right. At the end of the game, but during the game, Doc Rivers calls a timeout, walks to the announcer's table, picks up the microphone mid-game and says, this is one of the best guys to ever do it. Show your respect to the whole audience. So they That's could so cool. How cool is that? It's pretty accurate. He has to tell Clippers fan how to act. No, but... Uh, that's Does your Aya show. know any bound? No. Kings? No. Spurs? Clippers is there any fan Donald- base that you, 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 you don't... That I hate? <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, I hate them all equally. Spurs, okay. Kings, Clippers. But Doc was awesome. He, he made... When I was uh, in that period of time when, okay i went to new york to see i never get to see professional basketball i got to see a knicks versus clipper or i'm sorry not clippers they would never play there a knicks versus celtics game and it's like a play did the knicks ever make the playoffs in the past 20 years <laughs> i don't think so i got to see the boston celtics play with as doc was coaching them with you know pierce and garnett and ray allen on the year they won the championship and wow. it was so awesome to see them play professionally yeah, that's a great it was team. in New York, so I guess the Knicks somehow snuck into maybe so it was, it was mellow. Okay, now, it wasn't. The, I wouldn't go to New Jersey. God, he wouldn't catch me dead there. Let's see how many states I hate too. Anyway, <laughs> you got Doc Rivers, and you're gonna have to clean up that little segment. I'm sorry, um, but Doc Rivers, I don't need a guard. No, you so. don't. But I'll tell you what, I need a beer and my next player. Who do I got? We mentioned last week that um, all the rookie cards are in this half of the deck. Do you remember? Yes, I do. So, I got a rookie. You have a rookie. And he's a decent one. Um, no, he's, he's a we, we When we talked about the rookies last week, we talked about him a little bit. And the cool thing is, they all had the same rookie photo shoot. Were they doing the thing? Or no, they... no, 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 no. Uh, I guess KG 
even at that point didn't want to associate with other <laughs> schmoes. So no, not the the KG one's a bit different. But I've seen um, it's on maybe on the box or somewhere. I've seen the um, Jerry Stackhouse rookie car, and it's this isn't Jerry Stackhouse, it's ju- but it's the same step ladder they're all leaning on. What? <laughs> that was the prop. They're leaning but you've on got, a step ladder. You've got very good player. Okay. Another player who had some battles with Michael Jordan, really good ones, which you wouldn't off the top of your head. Alan Iverson. Uh, it's Michael Finley. Oh. No, I, uh, Iverson is in the league for a... What? I've never seen this card. There's, there's a couple like that. There's a couple of the rookie cards are all... Um, Why is it leaning, washed out? Like leaning it on was... a stepladder and they got like these porn lights. Going it looks on like Baywatch. <laughs> like the... This is amazing. Yeah. As cards go, would you pick him? As we, cards well, go? I mean, just for the... Well, actually saying that, he's probably the best player. You've... Yeah, he's definitely the well, best player. Well, it's him or Lindsay Hunter. Two-time champion. I would go with Michael Finley, personally. But Why is that? Give me he, some he cutting really analysis. Good. Well, this isn't going to have much st- stats because it's just got his career at um, Wisconsin on the ben- uh, on the back. But <laughs> the he bench. was he was really... Yeah, as a Freudian <laughs> slip. No, he was he was really good. He was at Phoenix for a while. But then I would say Dallas is where he was yeah, at his best. We got an NBA champion in 2007. He's a two-time NBA All-Star. Oh, was that with the Spurs? Must have he was on the Spurs too, right? Have you got the? Thing he was. There? And yeah. It was when he was with the Spurs. Good yep. call. And uh, he was an NBL All Rookie First Team. Mm. Hey, he averaged sixteen a game, four and a half boards, and three assists. It's not bad. No, he was good. Check out if you get the chance. A like, there was one game, and it was like him and Jordan going at each other, and it was one of the games where an NBA game but it was almost like a one-on-one battle you know they were just going back and forth at each other and it went I think it went right down to the the wire it was a really good game because no one really expected it people knew Michael Finley was good but this was kind of I feel the game that really cemented yeah exactly massively did he win or did Jordan vanquish him like he did all the others Uh, good question I'm not sure now their next guy yep I don't pick favorites, but he has my favorite name of a player. I never heard of this guy, by the way. But he has my favorite name I've ever seen in a player in my life. Haywood Workman. Haywood Workman. <laughs> That's so cool. Haywood Workman. Do you know this guy? Yeah. What a cool name, man. Haywood Workman. Work, Haywood Work. If a workman good, if a workman good, work. Man. Man. <laughs> Pacers reserve guard Workman led the Pacers in assists, including ties. What does that mean? He led them in assists when he was the reserve point guard. How shit was their point guard? <laughs> What does it mean, including so ties? Jackson. Like, we each had five assists? Well, okay, wait. Let me just start over. Pacers reserve guard workman led the Pacers in assists, including ties, five times in the regular season. <laughs> okay, so he he had five games where he matched the foul-troubled other point guard, okay. I'm guessing. Okay, uh, that's well, a very misleading That may stat. well have been Mark Jackson, so that's, not a, that's no mean feat. During the Pacers' playoff run, he tallied a team third. <laughs> I'll take him. <laughs> Say no more. Say no more. Welcome aboard. What's his name? Haywood. Haywood Workman. Haywood Workman. Wait, so he was the reserve point guard and was the third best passer on his team. Maybe he led them in playmaking. Well, I I feel like you're not giving... I think I gave him a ton of credit. That was not me. That was Upper Deck. And that was only because he's got a funny name. (laughs) Well, I'll be damned. Is it Haywood with an E? Yeah. Is that... Did I say his name? Oh! Haywood Workman. That's what I said. Five I know. Times. I know. I know why I know him now. Why is that? I might be wrong. I'm going to Google this. I got my phone out. I'm going to check in a second. I think. I think he became a referee. Oh really? Like in a the professional NBA. NBA referee? I think no it, way. I think he was a player who because occasionally watching games, I've heard them mention Haywood Workman, and I think he he became an NBA referee. How cool would that be? 
Uh, let me take a look here. You could really get back at some teams that cut you in the past, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> While working out in Florida in the summer of 2001, he ran into NBA referee Bob Delaney, who asked him about trying to become a referee. And he worked as an NBA referee for 06-07. Yep. And a preseason one. He was one of three NBA hires for the 08-09 season. I'll be damned. How cool is that? He is cool. Uh, but we're not drafting referees on our team, unfortunately. That is a shame. He would be my first pick if we were. <laughs> he, there's only can we, three can, total. Can we, can we pick it? You can. You can have a bonus referee. For your, I don't want him officiating the game, though, if he's on the jammers. Uh, unless Bernie Fryer or Leon Wood comes up. He's probably our only look at it. I'm pretty sure they're dead. <laughs> okay. Well, interesting pick, my friend. All right. Uh, okay. Can I just say, I'm just looking at his profile right now on uh, Wikipedia, and he was, he, unfortunately, the, the Hawks cut him six games into the season because they opted for the services of Cedric Tony instead, backing up Doc Rivers. Uh, you got to be pretty good to back up Doc Rivers. Who was himself a backup. Was he? Oh, not the he Hawks was he was. He was the hero of the reserve guard of the Spurs. Well, the Spurs, but that was at the end of his career, I think. Okay. But I'm just looking at Haywood, and can you, in your, in your announcer voice, can you just read out the teams he'd played for? Oh, yeah, I love doing this. The second <clears throat> one of them is a particular favorite. The Atlanta Hawks, the Topeka Sizzlers, Washington Bullets, Scavilloni Pesaro, Indiana Pacers, Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, and the Hopewell Jerusalem. The Topeka Sizzlers. <laughs> can we get a Sizzlers jersey? Can we get sponsored by... Sizzler? Well, I clicked Topeka uh, Sizzlers, and it redirected me to the Yakima Sun Kings. Don't ever touch my phone. <laughs> without asking again yeah. oh it's a Japanese uh, well I'm not sure Topeka is definitely in Kansas it's Yakima sounded Japanese but it's in Washington so what Topeka's our capital no no Yakima no 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 go back yeah I know but oh, obviously the team, the team has moved to oh, it's Yaki- not Japanese the Yakima uh, no the Yakima Sunkins is a basketball team located in Yakima Washington anyway I think that's enough about Haywood Workman and his storied career well, the Topeka Sizzlers. That's so cool. Can we find a jersey? Do you think there's a... Okay. I'll do some research. Or I'll ask my buddies back in Kansas to get me a Topeka Sizzlers jersey. Get two. Just one's fine. Okay. All right, who's my next guy? Your next player is a Magic on the Blacktop favorite. Um... Especially in the early days. You insulted him. Oh, no. Although that's a long list of players. Yeah, this could be one of any king. You hadn't heard of him. Oh. This... Even though he had a 50-point game. He was an all-star, <laughs> and he was played by Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters. Oh, it's Dana Barrows. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the actual did I thought we had this guy somehow. No, they, he had like 18 insert cards. <laughs> I, think he was a, I think he was a presser dunk, although he's never dunked in his career. <laughs> I've got Dana Barrows, who the you've actual, enlightened me, is a wonderful player. You've actually got the, the, the base card of Dana Barrows. Let me see this guy. There he is. Oh, Dana, it's you. That's a quote from Ghostbusters. Look at this. This is awesome. Barrow signed with his hometown Celtics following a banner season in which he was chosen NBA All-Star and led the league in three-pointers made. Philly, I think, was it? Supersonics, then Philadelphia, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? He had, at the time, and I think it still might be, our favorite card because he was just doing a through-the-legs... Yeah. Either dunk, maybe layup, maybe a dribble. <laughs> Might have been out of bounds. Could yeah. have been a turnover. But he's doing something through the legs and it looks very cool. But on the on his that's on his that was an insert. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right, he had two different inserts. They they loved Daniel Barris. Yeah, and he was also a minion of Gozer. Yeah, what was it you said? He was 
He was a, he was fighting yes. tyrant. I can't remember the. I don't. Know, you said that he of was... a giant slur. Many no. shoves and zools knew what it was to be roasted in the depths of the slur that day. I can tell you. Have you ever seen Ghostbusters? I I saw it as a kid, and I remember being very scared. I, I, I saw it in the cinema scene. in the library scene. Yeah. Got me too, man. Yeah. Uh, had to lock myself in the bathroom. Did you ever leave a cinema when you were a kid? Like, or did you ever go to the movies with your Where parents I was so and you had to leave? Yeah, I left Meet Joe Black. It was just bad, though. I wasn't scared. It was, it was just because it was bad? I couldn't watch it. Sorry, Brad Pitt. I, I made my dad... Uh, I think it was... Uh, we didn't go to the cinema much as, as a kid, but I loved The Karate Kid. You left The Karate Kid? Karate Kid 2, because at the very beginning of it, there were some guys who were going to hurt Mr. Miyagi, and I was so scared for Mr. Miyagi. I was like, I can't watch this. Can't let, can't let do this. Uh, I'm still yet to to see it. I don't know. Maybe, did he get the shit kicked out of him? Did he? I'm, That's I'm, where he died. Okay, yeah. no, no, Pat Morita um, lives forever in our hearts. Okay. Now it's getting interesting for me, because that might be my pick, Ian. Well, you've got Dana Barris, Michael Finley, Lindsay Hunter, Terry Mill, all good players. But we know that Dana Barris got sidetracked by uh, some substance abuse. Did he? I thought that's what happened, right? Like, he kind of worked himself out of the league. I don't think so. I don't think that was Dana. We will check <laughs> on the... Okay, I'm just making shit up, but you've got Bob Sura. Oh, Bobby Sura. He's a guard for Cleveland. I Cleveland? No, Bob Sura was good. He was Sura, the only ACC player to amass 2,000 career points. You went to Duke. Is FSU's all-time scoring <laughs> leader. I'm getting confused with Bobby Hurley. You are, which would be a much better pick than yeah. possibly. No, Bob Sura was good, though. I can picture ooh, him. Ooh, great. Hey, it's another... Hugging the ladder blur shot. Yeah, I don't need any guards, unfortunately. Here's what's impressive. Now, I'm sure Bob Sura is a great player, but if we ended the show like we would have had we listened to you on last week's show saying, I think we should just pick five cards. Here's your choices so far. Scott Skiles, Mark Bryant, Doc Rivers, Haywood Workman, or Bob Sura. Four guards. Yeah. One forward. I'd have had to pick Doc Rivers and made him a wild card, which would really put me in a tough spot for but next week. That's what's tough. I'm glad we've opened. You have a redemption. So uh, you have a second chance at life. Who is my last card, Ian? Let's, your... hit, let's hit it with a, a... I want something special. Your last card. Is. I feel good. I'm almost certain you're not going to know this guy. To the packs! Lawrence Moton. No, I... Um... I only know him, I think, because he was part of that first ever Vancouver Grizzlies team. Mi mm -hmm. Almost said Memphis to correct you. Uh, Would have been a huge mistake. Two years, but no, actually I know him because of Syracuse as well. He's another... Jim Beheim special. He's another Jim Beheim special. Wow, 19.3 points a game at Syracuse. This is his rookie season, although he is not on a stepladder, which is disappointing. That is unfair. Uh, he's playing in the uniform. How is that possible? Preseason game? Oh, it's Series 2 of the cards, so they Could released they these. So maybe it's... Um, maybe he wasn't a lottery pick either, so they didn't get the stepladder out for him. No, nah, he, he he would have been... If they can get it out for Bob Sir, they can get it out for Lawrence Moton. <laughs> um, Moton passed Derek Coleman and Sherman Douglas as Syracuse' all-time leading scorer. Impressive. I was, I was about to say, I reckon Carmelo's taken that now, but he was only there for a year, so he probably hasn't, so... And he beat Kansas. Hakeem Warwick, maybe? Ooh, man. I remember Hakeem. You remember him? Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So a rookie card of Lawrence Moton. It's interesting. A uh, guard from Syracuse who was in the inaugural well, Vancouver Grizzlies team. That first, last week when we opened that first pack of Series 2, talk about fool's gold. 
we thought, I remember several times you said, well, there's a much higher quality of player. I said that at least twice. Yeah. And well, they were. They were we great were, cards. They were, but we got snake bit this week. We did because your choices would have been between Lawrence Moton, Dana Barris, not yeah. good, but clearly not to the level of your current roster. No. <laughs> yeah, no. I was, I was trying to make a yes. joke then about someone aside, but no. Maybe there's Vin no, Baker. There's he no, was even like a several-time all-star. There's no Dennis Scott on your team to do that. No, Vin Baker was good. Uh, he had his, I keep saying it. He had his own Jordan shoe. You got to be pretty good to, for MJ to make you a shoe. <laughs> uh, Michael Finley. Who, so you had some decent ones, yeah, but, but again, not to the same not level. Not to the same level. All right, let's, well, let's grab just, our next ones. So the inserts, we're not even going to mention. I'm not even going to mention right them right now. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm going to. I'm going to confirm that you have inserts. Yep. To the packs. <laughs> to the packs. Redo. That means okay. part two, not like redo. Uh, we can one, redo those two, if you want. They were shit. <laughs> nope. Three, four, five. There you go. And I want to continue my, my path where I speak. I have the last call. Okay. We'll keep carrying on. So it's your turn, right? It's it's my turn to give you a card. I think you're going to like this. Yeah, I like it when you say that. Well, unfortunately, I, I mean, I don't think you're going to like it that much. But if you don't have a smile on your face when you found out that at least Muggsy Bogues is a hey, choice, how say, could you not be happy? Is Muggsy or Minute? Oh, that's the, true. The biggest or the been, smallest. Yeah. One of them. Or we had Murasan, didn't we? You did. Muggsy uh, Bugs. Hey, Muggsy. Would I pick Muggsy over Doc Rivers? Probably not, but... Probably, actually. Well, yeah, actually, I mean... Yeah, I would. If we're going for iconic 90s. And Muggsy was good. Dunbar High School. I know that. How do I know that? I don't know. Well, Washington, he, went, he Washington, was a demon deacon. He's, I think he was at Washington, D.C.'s... Dun, is, that, is it Washington? I think he went to a place called Dunbar High School because it was it was famous for how good that high school team was. And it was not only Muggsy Bogues, there was a couple of other big name players who went on to be an NBA. It was almost like a Fab Five of high school. Wow. And there's a documentary about that as well, which I've seen, which is fantastic. So we'll, we'll look up in a second who the other people on that team were. Well, you'll look it up. I'm not doing any legwork. Uh, Bogues came up big. Hey. Do you like that? For Charlotte, 94-95, winning the Bush and Lam Award for the NBA's best court vision. He had 675 assists and 103 steals, committing only 132 turnovers. Damn, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. I think it's worthy of the Bosch and Lam Award. Well, of only a few people get that. Yeah, the court. Yeah, he was a demon deacon. He's a guard, unfortunately. Does it say anything about his high school? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> well, it might. Um, okay, let, I just want to know who else well, was on the team with it. Why would they say something about his high school? I don't know. Maybe it was in the French part. Are you familiar with ESPN's brilliant 30 for 30 series? Of course. They made the one called, Bill Simmons. They made one called The Baltimore Boys. The Baltimore Boys. The story of Dunbar High School. So, that's a bit harsh. There was no social media in the early 1980s to amplify Muggsy Bogues' true abilities which is why the five foot three bogues was often mistaken for a bench player a team manager or the water boy whoa he showed them because he was really good so it was three players from that same high school team were in the 1987 draft mugsy bogues yeah reggie williams reggie lewis and also david wingate who was the previous year went to the nba as well so amazing I wonder if, I'm sure they won their championship like several times in a row. But my more important question is, if we had a fan meet and greet, which one of us would be mistaken for the water boy or bartender, me or you? <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel I, like it's pretty even. I feel like we both fit the bad water, podcast yeah. uh, stereotype quite well. So neither of us say, this, say oh, you're the two losers who do this every week. <laughs> 
I think uh, it'd be an interesting debate to yeah. see who would be least talked to at an annual podcast event. All right, well, Muggsy's on the board. Hey, okay. Who do I got to start this off with? You've got a player we've had previously, but not as a base card, as an insert. Which seems to be my, my theme this week. Absolutely, so far for, for uh, Dana this Barris. pack. Le- oh, no, Dana was in the previous pack, wasn't he? But um, on. this one's a bit sad. Oh. We talked to he had a really bad... He's paralyzed. He had a really bad quad bike injury, I think it was. That's Jeff. right. Rodney Rogers. Yeah. Really high-flying, powerful dunker, but at the same time had some finesse as well. He came up like two or three times, I think, in the early days. Maybe he was a, a Professor couple, Dunk, I believe. He was absolutely a professor. He was one of the legit fe- Professor Dunks. Yep, one of the um, trues. Because he could actually... You know, he was a powerful dunker that's what he was known for mainly i'm just going to read a little bit about him on the back of the card now rogers and brent barry landed on the clippers dear poor them i can't believe it in a 1995 draft day deal that sent first round pick antonio mcdice and randy wood that's a great name (laughs) and randy wood such a brit and randy wood to denver I didn't even consider that, but I think you guys still say the word Randy. Randy and, Wood's not a funny name to you? No, well, it is now that you mention it, but like, I bet you guys still use that term, don't you, Randy? Well, it's Boys not a name. Randy, lad. Exactly. Well, we don't say that. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit Randy. Yeah. Okay, we never say that. But are but people Randy aware Wood that Randy means what it means? Like aroused? kind of. Yeah, um, that's what it means in English yeah but in america British. is it because in england it's not even really because if you know someone called randy they're clearly american oh really it's yeah not, because it, we don't use that term that's because you guys use that term not us we don't name our i remember kids. in 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 the the heyday of british basketball in the mid 90s there was a guy and he was actually really good he had he i'll tell you how good he was he played at cal golden bears you don't get many of cal golden bears in the bbl in the budweiser mm. british basketball league no um but his name was randy duck <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> it is a good, sorry, you guys really he took was him good. to task. He was really good. Um, well, I'm gonna make a mistake on this next name. It's not funny like Randy Wood, but it is a. He has a cool first name. It's it's a D- Dino Raja. He's a Croatian. Big man. Croatian. Take a look. He's, Serbian or Croatian? Um, he's from Croatia. Yeah. Great. His, his little blurb is. Is it really offensive and just? No, it's just kind of sad. It's like. I'd rather have nothing put on the card at all, rather than it say in '95. Raja gained even more fans and received honorable mention for the NBA Player of the Month for November. <laughs> hey, it's only 12 months in the year. He got an honorable mention. And you only play through seven or eight of those months. That's ridiculous. Give the man some damn credit. I am. I feel like this card's not. Where was he there? He was on the Celtics. I was going to say, I remember him from the Celtics. He gained even more fans. Gained even more weight from from. <laughs> From... and received honorable mention for NBA player of the month for November. That's like me being excited we gained eight new Instagram followers in a month. You would be ecstatic. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm the Dino Raja of this podcast. He wasn't in the league that long, just a few seasons, I think. Well, still, he cool might be player. A, he might be one of those guys which... He played several years in Croatia or in the yeah, European back leagues. Yeah, back, the, back then... It wasn't as easy for a European player to go to the NBA. No. And the the most obvious example of that is Sabonis. And it's just such a shame because we were robbed of his his he was great when he went to the NBA anyway, but he was already like thirty by the time he got there. And when you look at um there's videos of the Olympics with him going up against David Robinson. Oh and man, you just that saw, must be awesome. And you just saw how good Sabonis was in his prime. Arvidas yeah. Sabonis. Yeah. Oh, I'd like him. Well, he, may, he might be in this deck. Probably yeah, is. I hope so. Um, all right. Who do I got? Come you, on, man. You got a guard. 
Okay, I need a guard. You got a very good guard. Oh, great. Yeah, best player that's come up so far. Oh, Look at the smile baby. on your little face. <laughs> Look at the smile on your little face. I actually, for uh, a random... I'm, you're getting mad at me because I'm not uh, saying the name you, yet. You said you, I got a little upset you called it. Look at that smile on your little face. So you're saying I have a little face but a fat head. Exactly. So the proportions are all exactly. wrong. Like a Simpsons character. Exactly. How dare exactly. you. I'm glad you said it, not me. Um, Steve Smith. Hey, all right. That's now an all-star. That's an all-star. Who's Steve Smith? <laughs> <laughs> he's still on TV. Yeah. He, I feel like out of all the uh, the color commentary, he's the one who's got his life together the most. <laughs> he's like always smart suit, pressed, looking good, matching socks. Well, he, <laughs> he's not like Chuck uh, or Shaq who's, you know, just tripping over himself and slurring his words. He, uh, yeah, Steve Smith. I randomly know someone who knows Steve Smith. How about that? How does that, how does that work? How did you, what, how does this happen? Well, I say randomly, um, when I lived in the UK, there was a team called the Leopards. Again, the mid-90s was a really good time for British basketball. It's when it had funding, had some really good players in it, like Randy Duck. And uh, there was a team I used to watch all the time called the Leopards. And I used to go on the bus to the away games with the players. And they you know, really, really good team. Anyway, the coach of the Leopards was a, uh, a man called Billy Mims, who's a great coach. Oh, who's yeah. currently now coaching. Don't act like you know Billy Mims. I don't know Billy Mims. <laughs> but anyway, they have some kind of, they do a camp together. and. But wait, like I want to make sure that my small face and fat head understand oh, this correctly. Okay, yeah. Are you sure you're not confusing Steve Smith with Kenny Smith? Who is an analyst on NBA TNT? Steve Smith had an analyst job on another show, but I think you might be confused. How fucking dare you? Steve Smith is a massive. I, of course, I know Kenny the Jet Smith. Of course, I know Steve. Smith. Well, you said you said he's not as notable as the guys on the show. I did not say that. You go check the tape. I said. You said like you said uh, he's an analyst and he's not as big as maybe Charles Buckley no, or something I didn't. like that. Okay. You say I don't listen to you. I said out of all the analysts on yeah, TV, yeah, yeah. he's the one who kind of has, has, put himself together. He takes care of himself the most, and he's like you know still looking good. He's on TV all the time talking about all NBA. All the time. Yeah. All right. I, I take your I take your word for it. Now here's what we got on stats. We've got an NBA champion in '03. He was an NBA All Star in '98. NBA All Rookie First Team, and he got a Sportsmanship Award and the J. Walter Kennedy Citizenship Award. My concern is I still don't know if that's enough. I don't know if that's the best player drafted so far. Oh, it absolutely is. Are you sure? It's he averaged big... 14 points a game, three boards, and three assists. He. You're telling me that's better than the highs of Dana Barros in a simulation? Yeah, I'd say 100% people would choose... People who know what they're talking about would pick Steve Smith. So I'm probably going to screw it up, you mean? Was he an all-star? Once. Same as Dana Barros. Oh, you're right. He's better than Dana Barros. Okay. No, Steve Smith. Do you, do you recognize him? Yeah, yeah, of course. He's well put together. Well, I'm not sold on him. Now Steve that the confusion's Smith. cleared up, you did not mean Kenny Smith. I just want to make sure. I know who Kenny Smith is. <laughs> He's probably in these cards too. I hope so. I'd in like fact, to he almost him. certainly is. Well, how about now? Have you seen Shawshank Redemption? Have I got Morgan Freeman? No, you have Richard Dumbass. It's <laughs> a, uh, a funny joke. It's from Shawshank. It's not me. I don't Richard like, Dumas. I was so confident today that we're going to get 10 cards and they're all going to be like... No, we fucked this up bad. It's going to be like all-star after all-star. We're going to be spoilt for choice. We might have to open three packs a week <laughs> just to get a playable. I think we're in legitimate trouble that this may be our worst 20 cards ever. Dear, oh dear. But we're not... We're not. We're getting near. Okay. We're getting near the end. Richard 
Dumas. Or Dumas. I'm not really quite no, sure. Dumas. Well, okay. Dumas signed with general manager coach John Lucas. Philadelphia club. Is it, What am I even reading? I don't even know what this means. Dumas signed with general manager. Are you reading the coach, French? Are you reading the French John part? Lucas Philadelphia Club September. This is written Let me incorrectly. Let me say I it. I got it now. Let me say it. I got it. Listen, it's written with bad grammar. I'm an English teacher. I'll fix it for them. Dumas signed with general manager slash coach John Lucas's Philadelphia Club in September 21st, 1995, following a season in which he saw limited action in Phoenix. So there you go, buddy. What position? He's a forward, which you need. No, I don't really. I don't, I don't need a Richard Dumas. <laughs> I'd rather have no one. Um, I think the Dumars Dumas combo would be kind of fun to watch on the screen. Okay. Always worrying when there's a mugshot. A mugshot. This guy. He, he was arrested by federal agents December nineteenth, two thousand thirteen, on eight. Felony charges of alleged organized retail theft. Oh, dear. He was taken into federal custody at his Dumas Youth Sports Club in Litchfield Park, Arizona. I feel like that happened quite a lot in the first few weeks. When we looked up players, like in the What Have You Learned last week, and we didn't really talk about it much because it wasn't that interesting, but it was almost Uh, like... It seems like a a trumped-up charge. Listen to this. Ready? Authorities say Dumas stole about $800 worth of merchandise from a Luke Air Force base store while working with a janitorial service. They say Dumas was seen on surveillance cameras taking cigarettes, alcohol, food, DVDs, and shoes. Who doesn't take a few Come DVDs? On. If you're I working mean, in a janitor's... $800? I, I've, I've lifted more than that in some of my previous jobs in America. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems. Um, it seems a little it excessive seems a to put eight felony. But charges. do you remember? But do you remember at the beginning, the first few weeks we did this when we did the like, what have you learned? We read up about some of these players that we didn't know about, and there was a period where like every single player we looked at, the first thing that came up was just a mugshot. <laughs> yeah, we had some we had some rough early episodes. Some guys had some bad times after their NBA careers finished. You go through dizzying highs and worrisome lows. Can we have an alarm for like a mugshot, like a woo woo? Let me think if there's a. Uh... Bam, bam. <laughs> oh, like the the, the, yeah. the bar slamming the, the, down, the jail door slamming closed. Dun dun. <laughs> All right. Well, well, can I just ask one last? Thing? I know we've talked about Richard Dumas, a player we're more than never going to mention again. But can I just ask? Uh, I'm not going to ask again this okay. week. Can I just ask you to give a rundown of his teams, please? All right. Oh God. And there's a few of them. He started with introducing Richard Dumas playing for. Hapoel Holan, Oklahoma City Cavalry, Treasure Coast Tropics, Phoenix Suns, Philadelphia 76ers, Atleticos de Saint Germain, Montpellier, Jinch Prushkvarp, New Hampshire Thunder Loons, Hichstroki, Derby Storm, Fargo Moorhead Bees, Oklahoma Storm, the Wilmington Wave Rockers, Frontier City River Dogs, and the Westchester Wildfire. Well done, firstly. Secondly, he played for the Derby Storm. Is that a British team? It's in England. That's the, league, that's the league I'm talking about. I told you, mid-90s, late to early what? 2000s, we attracted the likes of Richard Dumas. There you go, buddy. Wow. Now listen, I need. we don't have many cards left. We have, I think we have three left. Can you please give me some playable guys? No. Salvage this pack. There's a team There's a team called the Thunderloons. I, I almost laughed at that. <laughs> I want to, why did we pick those names? Sizzlers versus the Thunderloons? I don't know. We're the anyway. Walkers versus the Jammers due to technical limitations. Okay, you got a card. Is it a good player? It's a basketball player. They're all basketball players. 
Well, this one's questionable. It's <sighs> Eric Williams. God. Didn't we have him last week? Because he's not. He's holding a basketball, <laughs> but he's standing in front of a ladder. No, I hate these cards. You've never given me a good ladder card. And the other one, they're always flexing their biceps on the ball to try to show off their guns. In two seasons, Williams became the 30th player in Providence history to top 1,000 points. The other guy scored 2,000 in a season. <laughs> he did it in half the time. Um, Eric Williams. What do you know about Eric Williams? That well, you, you want to move on from Eric Williams? Yeah, he <laughs> okay. was a Providence legend. Yep, apparently so. Should we get to check he's not got a mugshot? Well, you've got yourself a ladder guy, a ladder dude who hangs out on the side. I think they stuffed all the crappy rookies in Series 2. We overlooked that. I don't think we've overlooked that. <laughs> and I'll tell you why in a second. Well, you've got uh, Cheryl Ford. Uh, yeah. Ford, 1995 Midwestern Collegiate Conference Player of the Year, hit in double figures in every game as a senior for the Flames and had 20 more points 23 times. It's not bad. Yeah, he... He wasn't a particularly... He's not a particularly anything. It's just, this is tough, man. We're going through guys who maybe had high prospects, but we're running into some, some real brick walls. Oh, dear. Um, well, so the rookie ladder cards... Are a huge disappointment. I think the only rookie ladder cards we had that wasn't a disappointment was Kevin Garnett, who wasn't on a ladder. You're about to eat your words. Thank you. God, do I have a good rookie. Yeah. Let's... Let's... Freaking go. Who do I got? And it's in the position you want as well. It's a guard or forward? It's Mighty Mouse. (laughs) Yes! Give me that card. Let me take a look at that. That is so freaking great. Damon Stoudemire. We mentioned him last week that we hoped he was on this pack. Look in that card. On a stepladder. He needs it. I'm getting the drink. You're going to insult your new backup? really deep in those cards and we went through two packs before we found a playable draft pick well I still haven't got one yet but if you want you're on your last card next oh god have you seen it already I haven't I'm looking okay. at Greg Ostertag as okay. our insert. don't look because I don't want to see your opinion I don't want to see it's your Brian reaction Leaves. my card no it's the Greg Ostertag oh mistake <laughs> um Damon Stoudemire, you got to be happy with that. Mighty Absolutely. Mouse, Pac-10 co-player of the year with Ed O'Bannon. Stoudemire led the league in scoring in 94-95. This is NCAA. Yeah. Uh, with Arizona. Uh, and the rest is in French. So, yeah, wow. In his second season at Arizona, 22.8 points per game. But here's the thing, though, right? I'm looking at his, his career highlights. He was the NBA Rookie of the Year of 96, yeah. the, in which these cards were released. He was an NBA All-Rookie first team. Yeah. That's it. Well, yeah, he's not. I mean, there were. He was a, never even an all star. You got to remember who was coming into the league like very shortly after this. He wasn't even an all star. Who's he going to beat? Iverson? Ah, uh, you're right. The guard position was pretty thick. Who? Uh, uh, yeah, he. Uh, I mean. But, I mean, we've got other guards that we've drafted in this very pack who have more career accolades. He yeah, averaged but, 13, six, 13 and 6 a game. He didn't have any rebounds, apparently. But. You've got to remember, though, all-star selections are very much dependent on other players at your position at that time. He, and no one's saying he was the best point guy in the league, but I would say... But why do you think Damon Sotomayor resonates with people from our generation he was in so the, strongly? One, I think there's a number of reasons. One, because he's size, same reason Muggsy Bogues is 5'10". popular. He's obviously a bit bigger than Muggsy, but still... He's very small for an NBA player. He was the first player on this new call franchise, the Raptors, that came out. Also, he was very good. And he was in the league for a long time. I remember him at Portland towards the end of his career. 
It's a, it's an interesting thing though because I thought you know I was I am super excited I got Damon Sotomayor. I'm not sure he's my pick yet. I I would I would be struggling. I would. Well, I'm not going to tell you who I'd pick if I was you. Michael you Finlay though. Um, but from that rookie class, I guess outside of you got KG obviously probably Stackhouse second. Joe Smith was a bust at the first one. I forget who the second pick was. You told me last week. Uh, and then Stoudemire, um, Michael Finley, who's come up. So I think we've had all the good draw. Uh, we haven't had Jerry Stackhouse. Yeah, we so. haven't had Stack. That's still a tough call. I feel like I, I, I honestly thought, for whatever reason, when I think of like 90s basketball, Damon Stoudemire, I was so excited you mentioned him. But then when I really look at the stats, he wasn't... Well, you got to think of it. He'd it, be the worst player on my team. Yeah, but then again, you haven't had any players this week that would challenge him other than Steve Smith, I would say, and Michael Finley, possibly. But you're not going to have the luxury of having a, a great player. I mean, this is always going to... I mean, but I, I had that luxury for like three straight weeks. I was feeling great. F- three straight weeks? Nine straight weeks. You know, <laughs> your worst player is Vim Baker, who's yeah. very, very He's good. wild card. Watch your mouth. Oh, no. Your last card. Oh, I like this. I like this. No, we made it nine cards through. I like this so much. And guess what? It can't be a duplicate because the player you've got next... I've already got him on my team. No! So I'm already done? Wait, who did you draft last week? Some nobody. This motherfucker! It's Chris Webber! No! No! Pete is now crying on my floor. With a bottle of Kraken. You got someone I drafted last week, but I couldn't pick him because I had Shaq. (gasps) You have the big ticket! Kevin Garnett! It's, it's that is so wildly unfair that I just got screwed. Kevin out of, Garnett, yes, KG, the here's big what, ticket. Here's what's disappointing: the guy who got Adam Sandler killed in that new movie on Netflix. Spoilers. Um, here's the the problem. guy who didn't get Adam Sandler killed in that new movie on Netflix. <laughs> this is why good things shouldn't happen to Ian. Uh, here's the thing, though: is that this is so insane to me. Is you got Robert Parrish at the tail end of his career that we totally did not ever account for being in there. And just to clarify, we are judging these players on their whole career. Right. It's not is... at this moment in time because I would not have picked Robert Parrish at the Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> you might have. Well, yeah, that pack. No, no, bad. that was Mark Price. Okay, that yeah, still right, cuts right. me up Excuse to me. this day. And then now you've got a guy we forgot about as a rookie in this league. We were totally blindsided that Kevin Garnett was in this pack. Well, I, in my head, Kevin Garnett and it's quite fat you got a lot rolling around in there no need for that but in my head Kevin Garnett was I know he's not in that same draft class as Iverson Kobe but in my head almost I don't know where I had him because I certainly didn't have him in this deck I don't care where you had him I don't give a damn here's the thing though it's so stupid that I got Chris Webber who I would I would gladly take, and you got him last week, so I'm screwed out of him. And then you got Kevin Garnett, who I I had last week. Yeah, but come on, you got Shaq. Yeah, but come on, you got you have. What's your biggest weakness in the past? You, you totally screwed up as a GM, in my opinion. Oh, here we go. Here come we on. go. Oh, here we go. Now I'm just gonna tell the people what they want to hear, what they know in their hearts. Where did I, I feel like I have I have before you tear me apart for my GM skills? I feel like I've put personal preferences aside as much as possible and I've done what's best for the team I would totally disagree explain well you you drafted Dennis Scott like in week four I had no choice 
that was a good pick, I mean. And then you've left that position open for weeks. If Go back and look through the forwards I've had to choose from. I will from. never go back and look or <laughs> listen to you. I've literally not had any. I know, but the point was you... Maybe that's true. But, like, you left that if position as a If I'd have picked fucking glaring... Lamon Murray, do you think that would have been a better move? Just, I just want to know what world it's fair where you get you draft no forwards for weeks, and then you, oh, I'll just do Series 2, and it'll hey. be fine. Then you get, bang, Weber. Bang, KG. I could say the same about your centre position, and you get Shaq. Oh, yeah, you, that's you, true. <laughs> although you haven't got a second one yet, but there are still weeks to go. I wish this was a Kevin misprint. Garnett, the big tickets. I tell you what. My forwards have got a lot more powerful. They certainly have. You've got Barkley and Kemp. I've got C-Web and KG. Recently, I thought there's absolutely no way I can come close to your forward because you've got Sean Kemp and Barkley. I'd still say you have the better two. I would say so. But come on, Kevin Garnett, it's not, it's, oh, it's not I cut and dry. It I was going to be... I, I thought it was going to be so night and day though i thought i'm never going to be able to compete i thought i've got to write that off the power forward that's where i'm going to be really lacking so i'm happy that oh, i I'm could glad you're i happy. could compete you got two amazing players but you know what's amazing though i still feel like the best one out there neither of us has got her alone yeah yeah well here's the thing right i don't know barkley's up there i would have barkley second yeah i would too but uh, i think it goes barkley kg c web kemp so I'd say I've got the first and the fourth, and you've got the second and the third. It's like the shooting guards. No, I think I have the second only. Yeah. I don't have the third yet. You already locked that up with Reggie. But you might get the fourth. Oh, yeah, that's different <laughs> to what you just said. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm the, I, I got, I, I got I a big ticket. Yeah, you got the big ticket. What do you care about my shooting guard woes? Can I see him? Can we look at the card? No, you looked at it last Can week, I look at it again? dummy. No. I looked at it when I thought you would take... Oh, no, you already had You'll that. look at it when you finally update the Instagram page of wow. our players. There he is. Wow. He didn't have to do the ladder picture. Wow. He probably said no. He's the, he doesn't need to do a ladder. He's not he Damon is. Stoudemire. He doesn't need any further recognition. He's going to win championships. Yeah, well, really late because he couldn't carry the Timberwolves. <laughs> and he had to go to like a big super team to do it. Hold on. What a difference a week makes. Last yeah, week, yeah. I was at the hotel after I burnt my house. <laughs> Sorry, that's not that's oh, yeah, not that's right. not funny. Yeah, and KG, 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 he made it. He made he me did. realize everything's gonna be fine. Now, couldn't even win a championship till he was fucking <laughs> nearly retired. What <laughs> loser! I just think that you know what the Timberwolves cool that you want to go back and buy them because you really. I'm well, just being jealous. I'm a what a week lover. it's been. I feel like I've closed the gap. <sighs> Oh, you got, you've got an actual dilemma. Yeah, I gotta actually take a. I gotta take a breather. This while is you... the first week you've not had an out and out superstar. Give this me... is your Dennis. This is your Dennis Scott week. I think that we're gonna have to take a small break as you make a, a Kraken and Coke for me, okay. as I as I think about some of these because I gotta see the cards that I drafted. I gotta think about very carefully how this goes. All right, so uh, I feel I didn't really react as much as I would have liked to to the Kevin Garnett because I was weary at being 11pm my neighbours getting angry but I'd just like to clarify I'm quite happy with that I'm quite conflicted on a lot of things uh, I <laughs> whether know you want to play this game anymore you got Shaq you got Charles Barkley you got Sean Kemp it's about time you had an off week yeah it's fine I need you to catch up to make this thing interesting okay so are you going to read mine first because sure you ready yeah it's in no particular order it's a tough one Kevin Garnett do I have to read the rest? I would like to know my options. <laughs> Kevin Garnett, Cheryl Ford, mm. Richard Dumas, Ooh, yeah. 
Dino Raja, well, could do. Muggsy Bugs, well, yeah, he would have been Vic. Mark Bryant, Scott Skiles, Skyly, Bob Sura, Sura, Haywood Workman, Doc Rivers, and mm. we're done. Mm. With your ninth pick in a very weak position of power forward, or well, joining Chris Webber, joining Chris Webber, it's true. You to, at least that's the one strengthening, silver lining. Strengthening you, up my front line. Your backcourt, as I called it. As you call it. Uh, Uh, I will be taking, obviously, Kevin Garnett. So before we jump to me, who would you be more inclined to start? Just just thinking about it really quick. Uh, KG. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I I don't know. I I think, I honestly think Chris Webber's, as good as everyone knows he is, I think he's quite underrated. If you look at his actual numbers, when he was at Washington, when he was at, where else did he play? (laughs) Played with the Kings for God's go. sake. Go. When he was at Washington, when he's at with the, when he was with the Kings, um, and actually I have to give you credit, but as I think last week or the week before you mentioned um, how good that Kings team was, and it, was I, amazing. it pained you to say it, and I kind of said, "Well, yeah, they're all right. They're pretty decent." They, no, they were. Yeah, I didn't realize they got to the Western Conference and they got finals they got and, screwed out of yeah, the Western Conference yeah, Finals. It yeah. wasn't even fair. So yeah, but no, Chris Webber. I think Kevin Garnett is just a bigger character. He won that championship on that amazing team that you watched and was just a great player as well. It's hard to choose, but I think I would start Kevin Garnett. Anything is possible! Okay, you ready for yours? shouted, yes, when he won the championship. It's a famous... Go ahead. Did he? I'm not seeing that. I'll play it for you after this. Okay. Your cards, in no particular order, are Terry Mills, Michael Finley... Dana Barris, the Gagarian, whatever. What is it? Okay. <laughs> the Gagarian. He's a gozer. The <laughs> Just go ahead. Steve Smith. Gozerian. Rodney Rogers. Lawrence Moton. Eric Williams. Chris... Oh, no, you can't have him. Damon Stoudemire. Or Lindsay Hunter. So it came down for me to two players. Who are they? Damon Stoudemire. Yep. And Michael Finlay. Steve Smith not getting a looking. Uh, you know, I thought about it. And I, the reason I would choose Steve Smith is because of his three-point shot. Now, it's really tough because Kid's not a very good shooter. So if I did need a ball handler who could come in and shoot the rock, it'd be wise to take Steve Smith. That's a good point because we, we do need to think of it from a the way we're judging this. Like it, it Basically, we we're going to run a video game simulation. So that is right. You, it is important to think about certain points of a player's game, three-point shot when you need some offense coming off the bench and things like that. But also, we're going to judge it on just people's opinions of the two teams. So you're right. In that regard, like a, a solid three-point threat, even if they didn't do too much else after that, would still be valuable to the team. So... But... That's the question, right? But I think that Michael Finlay was also a pretty good outside shooter. Yeah, and Kid wasn't. Kid's good. Kid's up there when well, it like total three. I mean, he shot a lot, but he, he's not. I bad. think he's pretty terrible. Really? Yeah, I think even your friend Darren, who I never want to give credit, made the point that he was used to be called Ace and Kid because he had no J. I think if you look at all-time three-point scorers, Jason Kid's up there. He <laughs> shot a lot. He shot a lot. But anyway, it's after. Much deliberation. Jeff, who hates our podcast, and every week says I did something wrong, his favorite player of like all time Jeff. is Damon Stoudemire. Okay. Without a doubt. Do you think this will appease his rage, or is he still going to be angry at something you've done? I think that 
if he even makes it to this episode, <laughs> which is in serious question. I hope so. I really like Jeff. Be I hope he's listening. Furious that I chose Michael Finlay. <gasps> Take that, Jeff. Are you serious? Eat it. I thought for sure you were going to pick Damon Stoudemire. I almost did, but uh-huh. we didn't. And Damon's now riding the bench, and Jeff can cry all he wants and say whatever he thinks. Michael Finlay. Wow. Yep. Can you tell me, have you got any stats on Michael Finlay? Like, all-star appearances, did we mention that? I, yeah. He must have made at least one. He he made two, I believe. Yeah? I believe so. When he was at the Mavs, probably? That I cannot answer. But uh, if you give me a second, I can tell you. Michael Finlay. Oh, he's a spur. You want to change? No. Champ- yeah. He was an NBA champion with the San Antonio Spurs in 2007. A two-time NBA All-Star hey. in 2001. That's when he played for the Dallas Mavericks. I tell you what, I think you've made a very smart choice there. I think there I are did. still a lot of good point guards, so you you're in no real rush to back up your point guard position. No, and I I think you've got it, Jason Kidd. So and I've got you know, Clyde Drexler. When we do the simulation, whoever comes off the bench, well, Clyde couldn't really play point guard, but you've 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 got someone who's gonna. Jason Kidd can play pretty much forty minutes a game. He could. I hope that he does. Yeah. <laughs> at the <laughs> no, moment, at the mean, moment, you've got no choice. I uh, think, though, it's it's kind of interesting, though. Finlay was injured on the, the final day of the regular season, did not play in the playoffs. This is in 95. And uh, he was traded to the Suns in 1996. Or traded by the Suns, sorry. He was traded by the Suns in 1996 to the Dallas Mavericks, along with Sam Cassell and A.C. Green, and a second-round draft pick for Jason Kidd, hey. Tony Dumas, I tell you what, Loren Meyer. I tell you what's real. We've 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 mentioned all of those players today. I'm fairly confident at this point. Nineties NBA basketball only consisted of about fourteen players. Well, because I tell you why. Can I tell you one more thing about Michael Finley? Because while I'm looking for what I'm about to tell you, please please tell me something about Michael Finley. In his first season with the Mavericks in 1996, so there's still hope that this guy could be available in one of our packs. This should be kind of exciting. Okay. A power forward that we forgot about. Who Another may one? even challenge Karl Malone, in some people's eyes, as one of the better power forwards of all time. Who's that? Finley led the team in scoring, assists, and steals, along with point guard Steve Nash and forward Dirk Nowitzki. That was in 96. Yeah, Dirk, Dirk was drafted... In 1996, maybe? In the same draft class. Uh, yeah, he's not in the league yet, unfortunately. So these, Steve Nash is not in the league yet. So then. this team... Or this pack is from the 95 season. 95, 96. So this correct. is 96, 97. Correct. I see. Well, then I'm looking forward to next year. Yeah. Should we pick this pack? So the thing I wanted to mention, do you remember we were talking about Kendall Gill? Yeah, sure. Last week. And I, I read up a little bit about him. And I just read this. Are you ready? Yeah. Just count how many players... This is in one small paragraph. How many players it mentions that we've had come up in this show before. Not just come up, players we've talked about. Ready? It's just like a who's who of Magic on the Blacktop mentions. The Supersonics, who also added Detlef Schrempf that same summer, put together a team led by Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. Unfortunately for Gill, the Supersonics, even with an all-star caliber team, they suffered two first-round eliminations by the Denver Nuggets in 1994 and the Los Angeles Lakers in 1995. Gill would return to Charlotte for the 95-96 season, but in January of 1996, the Hornets dealt Gill and Khalid Reeves to the New Jersey Nets for Kenny Anderson. Wow! That is like... That, in an alternate universe, that's the blockers and the jammers. You throw in Will Perdue and Chris Dudley, and you got yourself Dana Barris. Yeah, yeah, that's the. Yeah. Oh, this was a tough week, but I think Michael Finlay. I don't know what he's rated. I hope it's somewhere in the high eighties. I put him or the the low. To your 80s. credit, to your credit, 
you need a backup point guard and a backup shooting guard. And I have got a I wild think card still. Most of the sh- good shooting guards are gone. So Finley, yeah, you've got a solid backup point guard, uh, shooting guard, and there's a lot more backup point guards out there. I think. Well, here's the thing, right? Right now, I still have two wild card positions. I have completely open, completely. Oh. I can listen. I got Michael Finlay in the point guard backup, right? I'll slide uh, F- Dan F- Dan Marley. F- F- no, he, he'll be a shooting guard backup. No, no, no. He's a point guard. Michael Finley's not a point guard. He's like six or six. He's not a point guard. He led the team in assists. Yeah, it doesn't mean he gave him a point guard. Steve Nash was well. Uh, he was like a rookie. Wait, wait, on, he's on. a freaking point guard, right? Michael Finley is no way a point guard. I feel like he's a guard, and I can put them wherever I want. No, if someone's never he's brought six a foot seven. Yeah, he's not a point guard. <laughs> Michael Finley is absolutely not a point guard. I don't know why you get to choose who starts on my team. But I'm saying though, shooting guard would be harder Shaq to fill. If I want a shooting guard, no, you cannot. A shooting guard would be harder to fill. So I think you've got a very good one as a backup so wait, wait, to Clyde Drexler. Can, can Damon Stoudemire play shooting guard? No, because he never played that at any point in his NBA career. He's <laughs> got to be players who played that position. That's I see. Thing. You're a real stickler, are you? Okay. So I'm going to make. I'm gonna take a real close look at your forwards and see Please what they do. played. Please do. Well, this week sucked. I'm pretty sure. You, I mean, you can take Dennis Scott off my team if you want. <laughs> Quit trying to peddle your players. Okay. Uh, I think that I'm going to start as my backup point guard, Michael Finlay, and he'll <laughs> be just fine. No, he's a cool player. I'm glad I got him. Um, I'm glad we didn't talk about the inserts this week because, just very quickly, know who you... we got. So we, we obviously we looked at 10 player cards. There are 10 insert cards. <laughs> the first three are all the same. <laughs> Look at that. That's insane. <laughs> and they're all equally shit. Lamond Murray. Is that the guy who's there three times? Lamont Murray, Lamont Murray, Lamont Murray. I think we talked about him in the cards at some point as well. Um, anyway, the inserts this week. Um, what do you want to do? Bury them in a vault and unearth them <laughs> okay. when we have to. I'm in a bad mood, Ian. You can't okay. try to cheer me up with insert well, talk. I think it I'm was... going to insert my fist into your mouth <laughs> if you don't shut the hell up. I think it was a good strategy this week looking at just players this got- is this is this is quite alarming we did not get the quality of players that we anticipated oh, i don't know okay if you take out kevin garnett you'd be with scott skiles as your wild card <laughs> i right have now. mugsy bugs and i'd be proud of it whatever but you I had mean, chris like, weber in there as well come on you are yes we each had a all-star player that's it well dana barris an all-star player dana barris never made the all-star team but he thank did. you very- no he didn't yes he did he didn't I can promise. I can see him wearing an all-star uniform. Could be right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He did. He was a one-time NBA all-star <laughs> that no one remembered from '95. I remembered him. Yeah, right. He averaged less points. Anyway, uh, I guess that's it. We've got ourselves only three more episodes left before we we discuss how we handled the championship series. You got anything you want to say? Who uh, won the week? Me or you? Uh, it's been rare, but me this week. <laughs> it, it, for the last few weeks, it's been... The last couple of weeks have been a bit tough. I felt my grip. It was great for a little while because I got Jordan. And then since then, it's been good players, but they've not been as good as yours. So I feel like this has slightly evened it back up again. I do too. And, I, and to be honest, as much as I bemoaned fate just now, I am excited about this this week. It's we're, We've got two really interesting and competitive teams already built with only nine players it can only get more exciting with three more packs to go who will get the next great player tune in next week and also check out the instagram magic on the blacktop and head up our website magic on the blacktop.com or our twitter account blacktop magic uh magic blacktop 
Damn. You did so well for so oh, long. No. Like, the one thing that you're in charge of, and you did so well promoting it. <laughs> I thought you didn't mention it at the beginning of the show because I just presumed you just stopped doing it. No, I, I still respond like with insults about you. <laughs> and uh, somebody asked, they, they, we don't talk, this is like a bonus content. If you want to tune out, you can. the show's over. Um, one of my friends was like, hey, who's going to win this round of playoffs this week? Give me some hot takes. That's what our jersey winner Aaron had said. And I said something stupid like, Lakers lose, Celtics lose, Mavs win. And he was like, those takes were shit. And you should be ashamed of yourself. Block magic on the black You should have put some money on it. Uh, I might be right on some of those. Did they come through? I feel like they came... Uh, anyway. Couple, I meant the, the series. So there's still time to... Oh, okay. So yeah. I thought you meant that. So you know what? Interact with us. React to me. I'm there online. Send me a tweet. I will bury you. That's why people don't react to you. Yeah, because you threaten bit... to bury them all the I'm time. I'm just mad about this week, but I feel good overall. Yeah, that was a fun show. That was fun. Had better. And next week, maybe you'll get a reserve point guard. Maybe you'll get John Stock. No, you won't, because he's in the first series of cards. I passed him up. <laughs> you did. I don't know if there's any good point guards. How about Damon Sotomayor shows up again? Can you think of another great point guard we haven't? John Starks. I haven't seen him. Mahmoud Abdul Ralph. Ooh man. I'd be so mad. You would. I would love that. I would take him in a minute. Well, Gary Payton. He never came up, did he? GP. I think GP's out there. Oh, the glove. Come on, baby. Come home. <laughs> I'm not a beggar. Well, your bench currently has Detlef Schrempf and I Sean Kemp. The, yeah. feel <laughs> right at home. Yeah. Dang, this is going to be a real interesting push to the final. I can't yeah. wait to see what comes out. Yeah, well, thank you, Peter. Uh, yeah, like I said, guys, if you want to recap on who we have on our teams, please check the website. And same time next week. Hey, huh. take care of your neck. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> we got some real problems health-wise <laughs> on the other side of the mics. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.